is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number eight of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is Cody. What's up? How you doing, uh, dude? It's it's been a day. It's been a, it's been a 24 hours. It's been a week. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But the past 24 hours have been have been magical. They've been they've had their mountains. <laughs> they've had their their down low valleys. They've had everything. A little bit of everything. So let's talk about the mountain really quick. We're gonna I want to jump to this mountain because mountain. it was one of the top 15 moments of my life. Yeah, yesterday. you texted me that last night. I legit think it was. No, one no, of the no top. I thought you said you say in your life. In my life. Oh. I've had a kid and I'm married. It was a big moment. Wow. I know. You said top five sports. Okay, we got to tell people yeah, what's going on. Yeah, we need to let everybody know. So, you got it. Why do I have it? Because you were the, you, you've made it happen. Ah, uh, that's true. All right. So, last night, there was a youth event. Yes. Right, where it was a three-on-three basketball tournament here at the church. And Tyler and I and our pastor, Brandon, we all entered as a team. 17 teams. There were 17? 17 teams. Yeah. Now, the majority of these teams, high school, middle school students, some of them good some of them not. A lot of them not. Our first game was we. The tallest person was five foot two. Yeah, that was demoralizing. That was very bad. Yeah, I really felt bad about that. But we we've been talking smack on Instagram all day, especially we, me as and Brandon. In you. Brandon was a little bit. Brandon too. made like one comment. You put like four posts. Mine was a big deal of like talking smack. Yeah. So we, we get through game one, no problem. Game yeah, two against the sixth graders. <laughs> game two gave us some problems. That's when we started going, and I was tired. Yeah, that was a tough game. Yes. Um, although we almost won that game, eleven to two. But I was. But exhausted. it was a tougher game than it what was. it sounded like. Yeah. Game three, pretty tough. We almost lost again. That was losses. Yes, lost. Yeah. I hope you're listening. Hopefully, so shout out to you. It's probably gonna shut it off at this moment. We beat. <laughs> and then game four. Game four was championship game. We're down. You, you want me to walk us through this? Just really quick. Really All quick right. walkthrough. We scored the first basket. It was two. We were playing a really good team. I think they scored six straight after that. We scored one. They scored four more. So it was like 10-4. 10-4 was the score at one point. We were playing to 11. Yeah. Then Brandon, I think, made a shot. Yeah. Wait, was that? No, no, no. You made, made a, a little, re- rebound. Yes. Little um, shot. Yeah, you made a little shot. And then I hit a layup. And then, so we were down 10-8 at this time. Oh, Game man. to 11. Oh, man. I get the ball, I think, on a rebound. Yes. Was it you who came up and set a screen? Was that Brandon? I don't. It was Brandon because I, I was think, sitting back. So Brandon came up, set a screen. You were Damian Lillard distance. I, I would call it Steph Curry distance, but whatever. And just completely threw up a shot. I, I don't even know if I looked at the backboard when I threw that up. Okay? But it hit the backboard. It hit the backboard, went in, we won. I lost it. Crowd went crazy. It, they really did. They, they stormed the court. So, like I said, top five sports. The twenty of them that were left came and stormed life. the court. So that was that was great. Um, and then today, in my life, I've been trying to get my CDL. So if you're trying to get your CDL, don't in, in the state of Alabama. Don't. I'm just going to stop there. Just just don't do it. It is. It's a no go. It's a pain. And then one other thing happened this week that is a first for us on the Culture Shock podcast. Yeah, this was big, and I just got to give another shout out. This is like a weekly thing, Sam shout-out. But a shout-out to Sam Philber for sending in the first fan mail to our podcast. But it was an upset fan mail, so I don't know if it really counts. But it's still fan mail. It's still a, I'm going to read real we quick. We have three emails in our inbox now. And one of them is a reply back to Sam <laughs> from us. Okay, so Sam uh, sent us an email, and he said, Wow, guys, I'm a little upset that you didn't mention Parks and Rec. It's number two right behind the office for him. What? Good, and good, good choice. Parks and Rec's great. Solid. Now, he was talking about our podcast last week. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it, um, where we talk about our top five most influential shows in our life. Now, Sam, I agree with you. Parks and Rec is great, but it's not influential in any way in my life. Like, 
it has no real effect on me. It's funny. I agree. It's just a fun show to watch. Yeah. The Office is influential in my whole life. Parks and Rec, I'll put it on if I'm tired of The Office for that day. Yeah, pretty much. It's about what it comes down to. It's just not influential. But yeah. great show. He also mentioned something about playing Halo through on Legendary. And yeah, we're going to wait and say that for our Halo uh, podcast. Yeah, that'll be, uh, sure. that'll be in a few weeks. I can't wait for that one. So, yeah, if you have any questions or want to talk to us, because um, we are basically famous right now, so send us an email. Especially or, after that shot. Or tweet us. Yeah, Cody is uh, going to go down in Friends of Students History for sure. Yeah. Um, but today, we have a pretty interesting topic that I am incredibly excited to dive into. I've been kind of stewing on this one for a while. Tyler's been stewing. The Enneagram is a very new, not new, but it's very hot in culture right now. It came out like 100, 200 years ago or so, but it's now a new did person. It? It's a, yeah, it really did. It's been around for a long time, but it's just come back huh. into like, kind of like, like Christian circles. And it's a personality test. And today we have our second guest on the Culture Shock podcast. Wow. She's a world-renowned Enneagram <laughs> expert and an expert in podcasting as well. So, Brittany Finch. Hey. What's up? Woo-hoo, I'm so excited. She's been sitting here the whole time doing this intro, trying not to oh, laugh. laugh. Oh my gosh. No, you're doing great. No, yes, now guys. you can actually talk. You can actually yes. like... I'm not an Enneagram expert. I'm just the closest person that's read the book yes. to them. So. And the only person who was available at this time. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so okay. we're, we're really thankful All for right, that. All right, move on. Uh, but really quick. So we're going to throw this on you really quick. You mm-hmm. didn't know this was coming. So last week we talked about our top five most influential TV shows of all time. Okay. What are your top three most best TV shows of all time? Okay, number one, Gilmore Girls. Okay. I've oh, watched it day. like... Yeah. Maybe six times all the way through on Netflix. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Now, the remake of it makes me very sad, but I love the originals. They're the best. Mm-hmm. Rory graduating from college is the best thing ever. I've watched a little bit. I oh Sarah watched the entire thing. Cry. And I, I, Elizabeth I, loves it, too. I got into it a little it's bit. Awesome. It's a good show. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, I do love The Office. Mm. Oh, and Parks and Rec was awesome. I think it's funny. I watched the whole thing through. Um, trying to think of the next, the last one. Um, I don't know. I know, it's hard to be put on the spot. It's hard on the spot. But getting that number one out there was pretty good. Like, Gilmore, Gilmore Girls, Girls, that's a... That's a very respectable definitely. number one pick. Uh, yes, mm-hmm. I, definitely. The Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, that, that's just all sure. that matters right yeah, there. Yeah, that is. Um, so, Brittany, give us a quick description of what the Enneagram is. Because I gave you a little bit, but I want you know more right. than I do. So, so you can do it. It's a very ancient... Thing. And it actually was designed by this monk and all oh of this, gosh. and it was kind of forgotten for a little bit, but this this kind of really smart guy brought it back. And what it is, is it's a personality typing system that just gives you one through nine instead of all of the letters like Myers-Briggs or an animal or whatever it is, but it's one through nine. And what it does is it really talks about your personality as something that you develop as a child, and it helps you deal with the problems or the good things in life, and it really dictates how you think or you feel or how you behave. But it's really about the underlying motivations of your life, not really just how you act or what you do. Mm -hmm. It's the motivation behind it. So we all can have the same kind of actions sometimes, but different motivations come from our different personalities. I've seen a lot of different personality tests throughout, you know, the past 15 years, but this is one that I actually really do like. I think it really does speak volumes about who you are. And it's like, you can never, like, put yourself in a box with this, but it really does hit a lot of the 
mm-hmm. big qualities about who you are. Like my number is pretty accurate to who I am. Yes. Um, yeah. You've been trying to take some tests, and it's been a little bit harder for you to find yours. Yeah, I don't really have motivation, so that's probably why. So you're a nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Any nine, they don't really know. Um, so <laughs> yeah, there are nine numbers in the Enneagram, so just give us a quick synopsis of each number okay. and what they are. Another thing about the Enneagram, too, is like nobody's a perfect type. You may mm-hmm. have some stronger personalities that lend to these characteristics, but nobody's like perfectly a one. Mm-hmm. So starting with one, it is, um, they call it the perfectionist, but all of the ones that I've talked to, they like to be called the reformer. Mm-hmm. And so they're very big on on right and wrong. They're very ethical, dedicated, reliable people. Um, They see the world and want to improve it. Mm -hmm. Um, They can, they notice what's wrong in the world. Um, If, yeah, if they see something that's out of place or whatever, they're going to notice it. They're very detail oriented. Number two is a helper, and um, they are very warm, caring people, but very just servant-hearted, um, always there to help you, and, like, they love to be needed. A lot of Christian so, women fit into you, that. Yeah, like moms yes, kind of fit into that. Yes, My I wife agree. You, everybody would know that, mm-hmm. a, a two in their life. You would, like, know it immediately. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're... they're yes. Yeah, okay. Um, a three is a performer. Um, I'm a three. And it's a very success-oriented person. They like um, they do things that they know they're going to succeed at. They work really hard, but they're also very image-conscious because they want to appear like they have it all together. Um, and they're native, no, motivated to by the need to succeed. Um, number four is the romantic, and they're they're pretty unique people. Um, artists like very creative. Um, a lot of artistic people are fours, but they um, because they're unique in how they are. They are motivated by the need to be understood, mm. and they feel like something is kind of missing within them. They're kind of very they're deep kind of feelers they're yeah. very feeling and so they have big mood swings and um, they're super emotional <laughs> <laughs> emotional is one word i would use to describe myself for sure <laughs> so fives are the investigators they like to research they love facts they're motivated by the need to gain knowledge and to they like to conserve energy they're kind of introverted people too um Number six is a loyalist. They are pretty funny, practical people, but they they love long-term relationships. Um, They also are motivated a lot by fear. They're like the most fearful people on the Enneagram. So um, they're probably ones that are always going to have the escape plan. Doomsday preppers. Yes, oh, for sure. Um, Have a lot of anxiety and things like that that they deal with. Um, a seven. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, Tyler's a seven. The enthusiasts. <laughs> so they're really fun, spontaneous, adventurous people. They're motivated by the need just to be happy. And they love ex- like experiences and trips and things that they're doing. Um, but they also do that so they can avoid pain, I hate pain. and hard things. <laughs> I hate hard things, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great with Tyler. It that's is. Why we love always. Him. Always. Uh-huh. Yes. Everything. I always say it's going to be good. Is that it's going to be good, guys. Don't it's going to be good. Ever. It's okay. <laughs> you really do handle stress well. Um, number eight is a challenger, and they are um, – they will stand up for the underdog, but they are very intense people. They mm. are leaders. They are commanding. Um, they can be confrontational and, and don't mind it. Um, a lot of people get really worried about confrontation, but 
they they'll just embrace it. Is that number eight? Number eight. Okay. Um, and they are they're very strong and they don't want to look weak or vulnerable. But they're that's what they're motivated by the need to be strong. And then number nine is they're the peacemaker. They're very pleasant, laid back people. Um, they're no- motivated by the need to keep the peace. Pleasant. Um, I don't know if I fall into this category. I, I would <laughs> say you're pleasant. a pleasant Part person. Of it, yeah. I would say you're pretty uh, laid back. Maybe I just don't want to think I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have an eight wing. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. so they um, they don't they avoid conflict big time mm-hmm. and. By doing that, a lot of times they're very slow to make decisions. So they they Which, their lives are very slow. I, I, just to lead this off, I am probably honestly a nine. I know mm-hmm. I joke about it, but yeah, I I, I I don't know. I can be slow to make decisions mm-hmm. at times. At least you want to be thorough. Mm-hmm. Is kind of the thought process. Okay. The, another so. thing with the enneagram that we don't really need to get too much into it is that the. Each number has a wing of yes. the things yeah. next to it. And so you may lean into your wing a little bit, even though your motivation mm-hmm. is to keep the peace. Your wing may be an eight and you take charge, you know, and yeah. you can t- you take care of business or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's also in there where it also shows that the Enneagram is very flexible and you can see like who you are and kind of lean into those things. The best thing about the Enneagram is you can learn your strengths and your weaknesses and you can really... Um, kind of grow and be more like empathetic toward people. I also love it because it kind of, when you learn somebody's number, you can learn how to relate with them a lot better yes. too. Mm-hmm. Like knowing you're a three, knowing Abby's a one, like I know more of your motivation behind things. Mm-hmm. Being a seven, I'm very different than that. Right. But I understand where you're coming from when you do, so it helps me to understand mm-hmm. y'all a little bit more effectively. So it is a really cool system in that. Yeah. So you said you're a, a three? I'm a three. And mm-hmm. Tyler, you're a seven. Seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Brandon's a five. That's all odd numbers. So I know. Abby, you, Brandon, yeah. Yeah. That's I hate cool. even numbers. It's a weird OCD thing. So I'm glad I'm a. <laughs> yeah, because every time you're in the car. It's odd numbers. Oh my gosh, it'll make me so mad. It's like driving on the road, turn the volume up, and Tower just goes. 11, and turns 13, it up 15, one. 17. I can't go on it an even cannot, number. The volume cannot be on an even number for Tyler. Weird, I know. But besides the point. So we know, okay, we anyway, know sorry, our sorry, Enneagram sorry. numbers. You know the Enneagram a little bit better. But that leads us to what we're going to be doing with the Enneagram <laughs> today. And I'm really excited about it. This is an experiment. So we've been talking a lot about Avengers and Endgame and all of this stuff going on. And Brittany has seen, like, Iron Man? Yeah, I saw Iron Man. Did you see the Avengers, the original? Like, yes, I did. Okay. But when did that come out? 2012. 2012. Yeah. So she's very behind. She doesn't really know a lot of the characters. So what we're going to do is we're going to give her descriptions of the characters. We're not going to give you the name. Okay. And we're going to kind of tell you what their motivations behind success and just their motivations are. Yeah. And then you're going to give tell us what their Enneagram number would be. Okay. So, yeah. so I'm excited about this. And we got a few we're going to go through. Yeah. So the way Tower kind of explained it, but the way we'll do it, we'll give a brief description, right? But we're not going to give any personal details that would kind of give you a clue of who they are, which you don't have, you know, the vast <laughs> knowledge anyway. Right, right. But... You know, we're going to try and avoid the, the typical, oh, they're brave, they're strong, okay. you know, okay. little things like that. Then you can ask us questions after that, and we'll do our best to answer them. Then you throw an Enneagram number out, and then we'll tell you who it was. Okay. Or you can guess who it okay. was. Okay. All right, so this first one. <laughs> number one. Number one. You start. You want me to start? Yes. Oh, I'm trying to think. So we're trying to get to the motivation of who they are. Right. Yes. Right? Okay. Uh, okay, so number one, this person... Um, Oh, gosh, how do you start with him, this person, I mean? Uh, yeah, 
He's really motivated by a sense of, of justice and of, and of doing what's right, but is still kind of a caring person. Okay. You know, not, not too lofty in their ideas. Um, very loyal, I would say, is yes. a good way to put who this person is. And I'd say he's kind of humble, too, as a hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not going to get, not very egotistical in any way, but still has a very strong sense of what's right and is going to stop at nothing, which I could describe a lot of them, but is this guy is really not going to stop at anything. And yeah. he's motivated to lead as well, very much so. Yeah. Leading this team. This team. Of Avengers. Anything else you can think of? It's, it's kind of hard to go. You're kind of giving it away. But yeah, this is a hard one. I'm, I'm trying to think like in okay, more yeah. like personal yeah, details. I think that's though. a good, yeah. So here's a question. Has he like exhibited anger? Mm. Not really. Not not like a lashing out of anger. I would say that. I like maybe a uh, I think like he, a righteous anger of sorts. I think he internalizes a lot of it though. He does internalize a lot. Because in the end game, yeah. you saw a little bit of it coming out, just a little bit through. But on the whole, not not an angry person. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So my initial thing is it's a one. He's a one. So you said um, has a big like right or wrong. Uh, Kind of justice. Very right. Very justice much so. is big yeah. for a one. They they're wanting to change the world and make it a better place. Um, they are very determined. They are um, also because they they're in this anger triad on the enneagram. They they kind of group them up into threes. Um, mm -hmm. There's anger, feelings, and fear, and so. Being part of the anger tribe, the ones internalize their anger, and that it would not be right for a one to scream at someone or to get super angry, yeah. and that would not be a, the right response. So they hold it in, but it'll come out in some ways. Yes. So. Do you want to guess? America. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm proud of myself. Good so, job. Uh, another, that's kind of an easy one to start okay, off with. That's yeah. good. Interesting point. Relevant Magazine came out with a list of these a few weeks ago, Avengers and the Enneagram numbers. They actually gave Captain America a number one. Okay. Every former. We did have the idea first. We did. I had the idea about a week or two before. Okay. okay. Um, but hey, whatever. But, okay. but yeah, so you're we one for one. Okay. Pretty good. Really, that, really that good. That was awesome. Who we got next? Oh, you want to take this? Yes. Um, this person is, he is motivated to justice as well. Okay. But he will not rest until the job is done. And sometimes he'll try to hide it and try to mask it a little bit, but internally he will not be able to rest until the job is fully done. And I would say a results-driven person. Very results-driven, yes. Very, not of course he cares about the process, but not as much as he needs the result to be done. Yes. He's also yeah. a little bit more outspoken, driven as a little bit more anger. A little bit more of an ego as well. Very much ego. more of an ego. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, not uh, yeah, more of an ego. That's yes. the easiest way to say that. Okay, um, so he's kind of like he thinks he's really good at mm. what he does and everything. Okay, I I would say he's a three. Um, a three is the achiever personality type. They don't stop. They're workaholics. They will not quit until the job is done. Um, if you can't do the job well, if you don't think you can do it well, you won't do it. Um, they kind of like go that way. But if he if he's very egotistical, he likes maybe is it Iron Man? Oh my god! Yes. Yay! Yes. I'm so good. Yeah, I, 
could totally see Iron Man as a three because they he Boom. likes his yeah, shiny suits. Like even as what's Iron Man's real name? Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Tony Stark. Oh, he's totally a three because he's charming. He has Look like the good suits on, and threes care about that kind of thing. Yeah. Guess what? The relevant gave Iron Man. A three. A three. Oh, good. Yay. Yeah. She's killing it right now. So okay. those are the two easy ones. I think it gets, I would say this it gets harder one, from I here. think this one's going to be pretty easy. This, this one way may I'm be a little easier, it. but it's on the whole, they're going to get a little bit For this bit person, I want to describe them from their most recent movie up until Endgame. Yeah, that, that's a little bit more of an Don't look accurate. at his originality. Like, look at him from 2017 on. He didn't have much personality True. in the original ones. So, okay. Anyway. Um, so this person, um, he is very strong. They're all very strong. But he has had a lot of bad things happen to him. A lot of trauma. A lot of trauma. But he always tries to see the good in it no matter what. Okay. Um, I, I think you're going to be able to guess this number pretty well. Okay. Um, but he... Well, how much would you say that? Well, like you said, he's been through a lot of trauma. Um, and at the end of the day... He's either going to ignore it or just completely lament over it. Like, yes. There's no in between. Hmm. But he hasn't really lamented over it until. Yeah, he hadn't really had a good chance to. Just yes. Yet. And then um, he finally came out. And, and then when game. it comes out, it's not the most. It's very big. Yeah. So like, he's still trying to avoid yes. a lot of the, of the pain. Yes. I guess. But he's still positive, I guess. So he stays positive. Um, let's see. It's a, it's, a, it's a tough one to describe. It is kind of hard to... From but it's definitely direction. a seven-type yes. personality. They're trying to avoid pain. Um, they they like experiences and can be pretty fun. Is he a fun kind of guy? Yes. Like people yeah. want to be with him? Within the most okay. recent iteration of him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. People do like him, though. I mean, he's, he's, he's a likable character. I think sometimes with sevens, too, like, they don't... They, it's not like they're trying to avoid pain. They like literally don't know that they're in it. Like they don't. Mm. They don't even feel it. Mm. Like they just keep going on with life and keep so busy that you don't even know it until pain just slaps you in the face and you're just done. It like, hit him really hard. So, he, it just everything happened so fast to him. Yeah. And then it finally all just settled in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really hit him like a brick wall. Okay, so I, I do not know who this is. This no, what's your guess, though? Just throw one out okay. if you had an idea. Okay, so this is... He has three movies about him. Is it Thor? It is Thor. Good. Ah! Yes. Okay, so Thor... Okay, I did not see Endgame. I know okay. everybody, whatever. But I did hear that he was playing Fortnite at the end of it. Yes, so... Uh, at the beginning, right? At the right? beginning or whatever. What has happened to Thor is he has lost his mother... His dad, he found out that his sister was a, like a demon lady who wanted to kill him and destroy his planet. So then he had to He, he then her. lost his planet. He then lost his brother. He then lost half of his people. He then lost his hammer. And he was all positive through all of this. And then in Endgame, five years passes, and you see him as Fat Thor. Yeah. He's gained a lot of weight. He's playing Fortnite, yeah. eating a lot of pizza. One of the deadliest sins of... Uh of sevens oh. is gluttony. Mm. <laughs> That's the vice. That was me yeah. hitting my yeah. stomach yeah. if you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, but once again, relevant. Yeah. Out of seven for Thor. Yeah. So uh, I think you're killing it right okay. now. You're actually doing really well. You're, and we did not like practice this before. No, this is all. Gosh, I didn't know. And Brittany has, doesn't even have that much of an idea of who these people yes. are. Ooh, this I, next one's going to be hard. I, I'm going to try my best on this one. Yes. Um, oof, this is a tough one. This one might throw you a little bit, and I don't okay. even know. Are they on the relevant I don't think she's list? on the, or this person is on the relevant God, Tyler, you're terrible. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are on this list. Okay. One. He or she is on this list. 
Okay, so this person, um, once again, does have trauma in their past, uh, but they are definitely would not at least present as a very happy person. Okay. Um, they are going to be uh, driven as well. I would say results-oriented as well, um, but almost like just kind of quiet and goes about their business, so to speak. W um, would you agree with that? I'm worried a little bit of this one. She's restored... This person, God, this is she, I've already said this. Resourceful, but she holds friends at arm's length in order to maintain control of her environment. She has one very good friend, but besides that, she's very yeah, yeah, reserved. Yeah, yeah. It really shuts other people out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Once she has a friend, she's going to hold on to them. That's the easiest way to say yes. that. Like, she's not, she would, she would be, die for him pretty much. Yes. Okay. Any very questions? resilient. Um... Okay, so anger, do they have, does she exhibit anger? I would say yes. Okay. Yes. I would say yes, but not like a rage. Yeah. But just a general anger seems to be kind of an underlying. Has, does she have any like vulnerable moments? Very rare, but when she does, they're very vulnerable. They are very vulnerable. Okay. It's kind of like looking very back rare. at her past. She's had a very rough past. Okay. Yeah, she's had okay. a lot of trauma. Okay, so my initial thing is an eight because she, you said the word control. Mm -hmm. um, eights are extremely controlling at times. They like uh, yeah, to be in charge. Um, and so, but eights are also like very mushy on the inside when they're very intense on the outside. Inside, they can be very vulnerable and they're very real, but they want to appear so strong. So if you have a vulnerable moment with an eight, it's mm -hmm. like a real thing. And she has a few, like, think back to Age of Ultron, her with the Hulk, like very Those real very moments. real moment, yeah. And in game, her with Hawkeye, very real moment. And she's not going to reveal that until she's like with them. With that person. In that moment. Yes. Not going to be around Whole everybody. Team will never see that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm picking up on clues. It's uh, Black Widow? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. You, so, gotta, you gotta stop giving this I know, away. I know. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm just getting this off. Pronouns are hard. And I don't think we can read from that relevant article because it would give it away to her. I know, but I, I, needed, I needed help with this one for sure. That, that was a kind of a tough one. So, yeah, Black Widow, and they, in the relevant article, they also said that she was an eight for sure. Okay. okay. Um, which makes sense. What's the name of that one again? The eight? The Challenger. The Challenger. The Challenger. Yeah. Okay. They're the leaders for okay. sure. Let's, uh, we can Ooh. come back to some of these. Let's do I. Let's do I really quick on Skip our. Down? Let's get down to I for a second. Okay. You can try it. We we'll just have to tag team this one because okay. there's a lot in this. Uh, this person very much wants control. This person really. Would you say they want control? Yes, full I... control. Okay. All right. Um, it's his i. It's his way or bust. Like he he cannot be shaken from his ideals, his way of life. There's no way to break him off, bring him off that bridge. Hmm. He's, he's very much committed to the truth. Okay. Yes. For better or for worse. And it may not be the actual truth, but he thinks it's truth. And he it, will stick to that yeah. truth no matter what. Like a, uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it, like a righteous kind of mindset of what I believe is truth and I'm sticking to it and I will die for it. It, it, it kind of comes back to virtues, even if, if they're not correct. Right. Okay, that, so yeah. my initial thing is a one. Okay. Um, because they are so right and wrong oriented. Um, and I mean, being right, it, it is based on how you're raised and how you are, you're, it's a very deep thing. How you perceive you know? rightness, like, yes, like it really like is. All of these things. So a one is super 
um, they're detailed, they're passionate about being right or wrong justice. Eights are also that way, eights and ones, sometimes threes, like they're, they're very dominant personalities, ones, threes, and eights, and sevens as well. But uh, they, those two can get um, confused. So I would say either a one or an eight okay. based on that. That's, that's good. This is not on the article. It's not. I just did a quick uh-huh. search, and everybody, most people say an eight for this character. Some people say one. I'd ones. say a one as well. I, I mean, would say a one. Wh- who would you guess it is? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, is it uh, like one of the Avengers? Like, it's one of the, it's one of the it's one of the characters. The villains. I don't even know the villains. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Thanos. Who's the big oh, the big, bad, the guy. big, big bad guy? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's a complicated one, I guess. Like I would say a one or an eight. Yeah, I would for say, sure. I think an eight. Still, I don't know. There's there's pieces of of both. Yeah. That that is a tough one. I. No, I was. I would say, I'd say one. I'm saying yeah. one on that one. I just. I still think like he's like a righteous anger. Very and like, much so. There. Once again, there's nothing that's going to stop him. Yeah, in and any way. I mean, for a one too, like they have that anger. Eights have the anger. Like it's it's all over them. Ones mm-hmm. are going to try to hold that anger in mm-hmm. a, a little bit better, probably. I yeah. guess than Thanos. I don't know. <laughs> I will give him an eight then. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he internal like once yeah. internalized. Oh, eights externalized. Infinity War, he internalized his anger way better. In yeah. game, it just came out. Well, because that was like a more mature. Yes, more mature Thanos, Thanos. as well. Very interesting. So 2014 though. Thanos was maybe an eight, but 20, 2017 eight, Thanos 17, was a better 18. villain to me than 2014. Or he's been holding in that anger for so long that it finally just snaps. I don't know. <laughs> Get it? It snaps. It snaps. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I you've never seen all. Infinity War? I have War? not. Oh, okay. I did listen to y'all's podcast on. The yeah. review, right? I listened to the whole thing. So yeah. I didn't have to watch the three-hour movie. I just listened so to it. So what do you think about doing F now? Uh, Let's do it. That's a tough one. Do we want to... How do we want to do it? You oh, go. Let me tie it. Oh, you want me to just take it? Just go. Let's just... Okay. Yeah, let's try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're really confused now. Okay. No, okay. Don't worry. All right. So uh, this person is... Motivated by anger. <laughs> motivated by anger. <laughs> yes. But I would also say tries to hold it in unsuccessfully a lot, um, is very resourceful as well, very smart. Um, their motivations are kind of escaping, I'm going a little bit more classic version, okay. escaping their anger, okay. escaping kind of their fears, so to speak. Their motivation is trying to get away from that and kind of be away from everything else. So you say fear-based. Hmm, what do you think? This is really hard. I see this as... Uh, yeah, I do too. I, I'm just trying, trying to combine it. Um, I don't think you can combine it. I don't think you can because I think one is one way and one's the other. I completely agree with that. Do you know where we're going with this? I do not. Okay. <laughs> I bet you could guess it if you had a second. Anyway, so this is Hulk and Banner. Okay. Right. Okay. We were trying. To, I was trying to describe them as as uh, one entity, but they're definitely but not. But they're different. You think they take on different personalities when he changes into Hulk? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like original, like okay. Endgame is different. Endgame I'm, I'm is thinking different, of yeah. like Avengers, Hulk, and Bruce Banner. Very yeah, different yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. Yeah, because so he's yeah. Bruce Banner is a like professor. Yes, he's a scientist. He's a scientist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I can I could give my answer before. Even what would you give list. yours as? I would I would actually give at least in the current MCU I'll give Bruce Banner like a nine. Okay. Because he is like yeah. he's trying to make peace within himself. Yes. Okay. He's trying to keep his eye on the positive of, of things, um, and he just removes himself from conflict. Yes. I don't know if that's necessarily his motivation, but. 
He, he's trying to stay at peace with himself at all times. Yeah, okay. so he can avoid being the Hulk. Because so whenever Bruce Banner gets angry, he becomes the Hulk. Okay. And the Hulk is, is just anger. I don't it's even know. There's probably is. not a number for the Hulk because he's just... He's just, yeah. He's pure anger. Okay. Um, they called him... They gave him a five on, on the... Oh, they did? The, the oh, investigator. I guess because does he like to collect facts and he's a studier and all that kind of stuff. Bruce yeah. Banner is. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. It could be either way. I feel solid though saying a nine. nine. For, yeah. Okay. As a as a fellow nine. <laughs> you calling it? Let's do um. Let's do H and then J and we'll be done with these two. Mm-hmm. You do that, okay. Yeah. You, okay. you take H. I'll so. take kick H. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one should be easy. I'll take H. You think it should be easy? Well, there's a lot to work with. Um, this person is very friendly. Very much so. Um, An outward person. Very Uh, naive. um, Yes. Very enthusiastic. Enthusiastic, yeah, that's Um, a good way to put it. What else? Um, uh, Very quick. Um, quick, Very quick on his feet. Yeah, quick on his feet. Very quick witted. I'm trying to say outward. What's what's the. Extrovert. 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 But also motivated to help anybody. Like, the, mm-hmm. they're not just on this big worldwide they'll do, like, save the world. They'll be helping, like, a cat out of the Anybody. Like, they're yeah. kind of motivated, motivated to do this, and they're very secretive by the way that they work. They're secretive. Very secretive. So they don't like people telling them thank you for it. I'll say he enjoys it, but he doesn't want people to know who it is. That's not his motivation, for sure. It's yes. not, not the thank you. His motivation is, is, is the, much deeper. Is, uh, is the helping people, really. It's like, really to help people. It feels like it's his calling. Yes. Yeah, it's a very big sense of calling, I think. He hides life. behind a mask so people don't know who he is, so he's able to just motiva- be motivated to go and serve. Okay. Yeah. He doesn't want any personal accolades. Yeah. So initially, it sounds like a two, like a helper. Mm-hmm. Um I said caring. the word helping a lot, but it really is. Yes, they twos can be very quick witted. They're they are very fun people to be around. Uh, two like this person must be a very healthy two because a lot of times twos like that recognition. Mm. They want to feel needed, and mm. so they they can kind of take charge of things when they don't need to because they want to feel needed. Um, so that could be. That could be what this Who do you think is. it is? Spider-Man? Yeah. Oh, good job. Um, so, you think about it, but like the way that he wants to be needed by Tony Stark, like he wants that recognition yes. from them. He wants that acceptance from Tony Stark. But so. that's the only one. Yes. Because that's a father figure in his life. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay. In reading what they wrote, which you got it dead on again with the Relevant magazine, but they said he's the least selfish of all the Avengers, the most purely altruistic in his unconditional love for the people he wants to protect. And he wants to kind of be the best helper. Yeah. Like he's literally like, what can I do? Can I do he this He is now? the definition of the word helper. I mean, okay. yes. that really is who he is. He fits the, the I think, two really well. Um, and then, let's go to this last one. You want to do Jay? <laughs> this is a tougher one. This is tough. This is really, really tough. You think tough. we can do it? Uh, um, I guess. You want me to lead on it? You lead, take the lead. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this person... Um, a little bit more of the quiet type, I would say. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Yes. Um, he is not motivated by fear. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would definitely not say that. Not the slightest. Um, I hate to use the word brave, but truly a brave person, willing to face anything. But very motivated by acceptance by certain people. 
Uh, I could see that. Not like a global acceptance, but like really wants to be accepted by these few certain figures in yeah, his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still dealing with some trauma. Yes. In his life. Deals with some crazy trauma. Yeah, some weird trauma, for sure. Um, what else could we say about he, she? This person. This person. Um, Very hopeful. <laughs> yes. But not motivated by fear. I, I don't think so. They're, they're not scared of anything. No, they're not scared of anything, but their main motivation still is not fear. He, he's not going out because he's afraid. He's yeah. going out in search of, I guess, answers. Yeah. Yes. Um, he's motivated by the answers. He is motivated by, by knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. He could be a lot of these. Is he emotional? Like, he yes. is emotional. Okay. Very emotional. Yeah. He can be very, very emotional. Okay, so my initial thing is like maybe a four. They feel like something's missing inside of them. Oh, um, oh, that's that's deep. They, in like this one. they're very deep. So yeah. emotional, like big time, can be sad and like really good. Wants to be sad. Like if something's sad, they turn on sad music so that they'll be sad. Or if it's happy, like they're on a high, they're happy. But they, so their emotions are all over the place. And then, so a four, they're very unique. Uh, and they would be motivated by feelings more than fear. He could yeah. have a five wing if he's looking for answers yeah. as well. Um, I like four for him. I think a four hits that on the dot. All right. I will say this, this is not a Marvel character. Okay. Could you guess who, and it is a made-up character. I have no idea. He's in the Star Wars universe. Oh, lordy. That's another thing I don't watch. <laughs> uh, Think of the main Star Wars hero. Luke Skywalker? It is okay, Luke good. Skywalker. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Okay, interesting. So It's a tough one to describe. Yeah, it really yeah. Hard, yeah. I, I like four. I really do like that. Like You said like kind of a missing thing inside them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, He's always struggled with his dad. Mm-hmm. With not, not, I think he died first. He always has felt like something's missing. And then whenever he finds out he's Vader, he still feels like something's missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the four, also called the romantic, mm-hmm. which I think makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the funny thing to me is to, uh, that their temptation, I'm looking at the Wikipedia on that, their temptation is to overuse imagination in search of self. And then they always talk about delusions of grandeur mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Yeah. And I think that's, that's perfect. Pretty yeah. on. So I, I think she killed it with getting them right. That was impressive. Did, but let's put it this way. Did she kill it getting them right, or did we kill it with our descriptions of the let's characters? Just I couldn't do it without you guys. I know. We both do it without you guys. Um, so, yeah, that's the Enneagram in a nutshell. It's, <laughs> that was, yeah. I, I, that was pretty good. That's really cool. Did we um, not cover any numbers in detail that we should have? I, don't, I can't remember. Um, let's see. We didn't have any no achievers, sixes. did we? Yeah, Tony Stark. Oh, he yeah. was the achievement. I think the only one we didn't get was a six. Yeah, because sixes are so motivated by fear that yeah. I couldn't see a superhero doing that, you know? I don't think any of the ones are relevant. They, and, well, the relevant article did say that Black Panther, I think, was a six. And Hawkeye. And Hawkeye. Hawkeye kind of makes sense, yeah. I guess. They're so very loyal. Loyal. What is their... F- they're, they're, they're fearful, though. So that's where it's kind of, you know... Yeah. I could see that because he's the leader of like a nation, right? So he's afraid yeah. for his people. He's trying to protect yeah. them. And th- there's always that fear that something's going to happen. I could see him operating out of fear in ways. I could see that. Especially with like against Killmonger and everything in his movie. I'd yeah, the whole thing is like if I die, he's going to take over. And 
that's yeah. his main motivation. Not I just want to beat him because that would be yeah. the right thing. Yeah, but it would um, be because of all these consequences. I agree with him. So that's the Enneagram. But before we go, I, if you've listened to other episodes besides any game, yeah. we always close with a segment called What You Binging. Okay. So any type of entertainment, media, books, TV shows, movies you've been watching this past week that it's just been what well, you've been watching. It could be anything good or bad. Okay. Watching right. or reading. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Do we want to go first, give her a second? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. so Cody, what you binging? Oh, well, I thought you would go first to give me a second, too. <laughs> Never mind. Um, I finished uh, book three of The Expanse. Of course. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of that. Um, it's good. Man, this is a long book series. It is like Game of Thrones in space. <laughs> <laughs> like, in some ways. It's not as political or weird, but it, it is that long and exhausting at times. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to take a break in between that and book four. Okay. So, anyway. Is that it? I, I think so. Sarah just finished reading Iron Gold. I'm talking about all these nerdy books that neither of you know. I know. Every, every week we get into this segment, I'm just like, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I could not even go to tell you. If anybody has read the Red Rising trilogy, please send us an email because I love that Why do they always so say much. emails? Because that sounds so like 2004. Send us an email. Smoke Hit signals. Us up on the socials. Tweet us. <laughs> Tweet us. Nobody uses Twitter anymore. Twitter? Yeah, they do. So, one book, that's it. Anyway, yeah, I finished the book. Um, this week has been so busy, I really had not had a chance to do anything. Been too busy balling. Yeah, yeah been too busy trashing middle schoolers on the floor. <laughs> 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 I didn't want to say anything, but that's I've been binging MJ videos, mainly. <laughs> 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 so, Brittany, okay. what you binging? All right, so The Bachelorette started on Ooh. Monday night. I knew that was going to come up this and episode. That's part of mine as well. I oh, no. I know. It was good. I'm hopeful for oh, Hannah, gosh. Alabama. Um, Hannah, Alabama? Yeah. Is that a real Hannah, name? Hannah B., but she's Hannah like B. she's from Tuscaloosa. She's from Tuscaloosa? Her Instagram is Hannah, Alabama. She's probably said Roll Tide like 50 times in the first episode. Yeah. I got to look this I know. girl up real quick. Yeah, she's know. a beauty queen. She's Miss Alabama. Um, well, I just searched Hannah, but, but Alabama. But the guys are lame. Yeah. So like, I kind of hope she comes out with like girl power and because they're they're lame. But there are a lot of guys from Alabama, and it's just like. Ugh. So this is Bachelorette, where there's one girl and like thirty five guys. guys. Right. Yes. And there's like no dancing with the stars, so they had to like speed this process up. I feel like I for they ABC. put out four of these things a year. No. It's, it's insane. They do, they do a bachelor, a bachelorette, and a bachelor, bachelor in paradise. paradise. Oh, it feels like yeah. a, there's something always yeah. on. Like it never yeah. Ends. I, I don't really watch really Paradise. Sorry. It's, it's really trashy. And then I'm reading this kind of nerdy book that Brandon gave me. Uh, it's called The Sun Still Shines. The Sun Does Shine. Oh, you picked that up Tuesday. Like that. Yeah, I just picked it up. It's about uh, Ray, gosh, what's his name? Something Ray Hinton, um, where he was accused oh, yeah, yeah. of um, killing oh, yeah, yeah. a couple of folks up in Bessemer, Alabama. And he was in, like, on death row for, like, 30 years. Mm. And That's he insane. was innocent. Um, and it was only because, like, he didn't have the funds or the money or the skin color to have good um, like representation in a courtroom. So, so how much have you read of it? I've only hit like chapter two. Okay. And that was uh, Stevenson, right? That yeah, right. Yes. That with um, the IJM yes. here in Alabama and Montgomery's. Yeah. Oh, uh, Tyler, do you have something? Oh, we got to ask you. Uh, Brittany, would you want to do the honors? Ask Tyler what he's binging this Tyler, week. Tyler, what are you binging? Thank you. Cody always forgets. What's I always really do. I think there's no camera this week, so I can actually like, point at you to like, ask me the question. So yeah. I'm not, like, I thought you were just fanning me because it's hot <laughs> in here. Yeah, it, it is just hot in here. So uh, finally finished Thrawn. Finished the book. Big deal. You still haven't brought it to me. I don't so know I if I talked about this in the podcast last week, but I started reading this book before we were pregnant with our son. 
which... He is now 13 months old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I read 200 pages, put it down for a while, picked it back up, read 250 more pages. And this is an ad for birth control. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Reach, um, yeah, I finished that up. I'm playing through Sekiro right now, which is a game. That's like the nerdiest thing. Dude, it's like a samurai game, so it is kind of nerdy, but it's really hard. Like, it's going to make me pull my hair out. And then we've watched, I think, four seasons of Survivor in the past week and a half. Oh, man, that's a throwback. Yeah, she, Elizabeth's watching, like, season, like, two and three. Wow. Yeah, it's all like 4.3, like 360p, like very low quality. I don't even think it was digital back then. I think Probably they were still doing film. They didn't give them water at this point. Oh. Like they had to go get their own water. And boil it, right? Yeah, and boil it. Or, there, yeah. There's one episode where, in season two, where a guy, he's messing with the fire, breathes in the fumes, passes out, falls on the fire. His hands get like third degree burns, jumps in the river. They show like his skin just peeling off, and they had to air evac him out. I remember that. It was insane. He breathed in the... the so he breathed... Like he was like really close to it and breathed in the fumes and passed out really quick. So he just fell and then had to be airy back that, out. I mean, that sounds like you're starting in the right place. Yeah. It's, it, it was really intense. The challenges aren't as good, and that's no. what I love. And like, there's no strategy behind like forming alliances and like oh, who we vote for. Love. That's what's really fun yeah. about Survivor, yeah. mm-hmm. which they've really like started to do a yeah. lot better. Yeah. And we're also watching season 33, which is Millennials versus Gen X. Oh. Very interesting. That what, is what's interesting. Gen X? The, the generation X. above us. Or who is Oh, no, Gen X. X. Yeah. Oh, Gen- so that's the youngers? No, no, that's your Older. parents. Okay. We're on the me and you are on the edge of millennial. Brittany's like right I'm in the middle of millennial. millennial. Oh, so it. we're on the late edge of millennial. Right, yes. y'all are almost Gen Z. We're almost Gen Z. We're close to it. Okay. okay. Yeah. So it's very interesting to watch that. Hmm. Um, but I, I am starting. Uh, one other thing I've been binging is the CDL uh, <laughs> <laughs> manual for <laughs> Alabama, and then I'm starting a book probably tonight that Brittany read called Educated. Uh huh. Which I'm really excited to it read. I don't know a lot about it, but so good. It's a really? memoir, and it's it's nonfiction. It's so good. This girl is her story is nuts. And then I was also I read it in four days, Tyler. I know. Tara West. Uh-huh. <laughs> what did I? I gave it um, over under of thirty days, and you all took the over as well as me to finish this book. It doesn't count as a bet if you took the over along with every single other person. Yeah. And oh then, my gosh, that is number two on Amazon charts this week. You have yeah. got to read it. It's nuts. She grew up in a Mormon family, but the Mormons would even be like, these people are crazy. Like, yeah, he, he was bipolar. Like, I'm really interested to read it. Um, it's good. But there's another book. I was listening to the podcast, which is another podcast. Uh-huh. And at the very end, one of this one girl recommended a book called The River. Yes. I haven't read that. About these two guys that were just like canoeing and they get lost and all these crazy things happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like, oh, it sounds decent. And then I went and looked it up and it's just scary. saw the, I saw the um, the book cover and I was like, I'm sold. It looks cool. Wait, <laughs> I judge books by the cover. Is it a real, <laughs> real story? <laughs> I know. It's, it's, um, it's, it's fiction. fiction. Yeah. It's fiction. Um, and I heard it's scary, so I don't know. Oh, I like really? I, I get scared. So it's, it's just like a kind of psychedelic cover that it looks kind of cool. Oh, so that does look cool. That sold me on it. So I kind of, but I need to finish the educated. Yeah. I need to start educated. Are you, I'm curious, are you one of those people, Brittany, where, like, if you're reading a book, you have to read one at a time, and then you finish it, yes. and you close it? Cody, how many I'm are you reading right now? I don't want to talk about you it. You have to finish the book, and then, even if it's bad, I will I finish too. the book. Yeah. I'm just, I have to finish the yeah. book, no matter what. But I will, if it's good, I will blow through it. I'll stay up all night long. I will not, I can't put it down. That's just how so. serious. So how, how many books are you reading really quick before we leave? It depends on what you mean by how, like, that you're actually reading, because I'm not actively reading all of them. I'm in the middle of a few of them. Yes. Yeah, I can't you want to count them all yes. off? Okay, so there's Dune Messiah. What? 
it's sci-fi again and then there is the expanse and then i'm reading i think two more on kindle here and back and then an audiobook too uh no i think i'm only like four or five right now do you like not you said i'm guessing you like fiction books more i really do but i will throw in well if you count some of the non-fiction i'm reading too that's much easier to read chapter by chapter and yeah like, yeah chunk. fiction you kind of have to have it in a yes. rotation but yeah i have books in a rotation and i read you know, like one night I'll read Dune, and then one night I'll read the other one. And I can't. I have to stay on one book. I have to stay on that one story. Yeah. Like, or I'll, I'll get confused when I'm reading. Just give it like 30 even seconds of reading. Even if I'm reading a nonfiction back. book, I stay on that one until I finish it, and then I'll go to another. But nonfiction is harder to like go in between, especially if they're about similar topics. Yeah. So I do have to kind of stick to those. Yeah. yeah. Um, but thank you, Brittany. You're welcome. Yeah. Podcast so this week. Fun. It was fun. Heard podcasting debut, so yeah. it was Ooh, good. This is this is our ninth episode, so we're uh, we're getting there. We're this going. is our ninth. It's week, week eight, but we had that Star Wars uh, Rise of the Jedi trailer, so we're, our numbers up. we're going along there. So I think that's all the time we have for you this week on the Culture Shark Podcast. We will see you next week. Bye.